You're listening to PetLifeRadio.com. All Paws Pet Talk is brought to you by 1-800-PET-MEDS, America's largest pet pharmacy. 1-800-PET-MEDS is your best source for pet medications, vitamins, supplements, and pet supplies. Get great savings, fast service, and free shipping. Go to PetMeds.com forward slash pause, P-A-W-S, to get 10% off any order and free shipping on orders of $39 or more at PetMeds.com. Friday, Friday, Friday. Christopher Amoruso. And Deborah Wilson. Thank you, Annie Greer. Stay tuned for Annie. She'll be on after us again. That's right. Thanks, Annie. Deborah, it's Friday. Yeah. How was your week? TGIF. It has been a good week. It has been a very wonderful week because I have gotten the opportunity to uh, uh, support some organizations that I am uh, going to continue supporting in the future, like In Defense of Animals, and I'll be doing a benefit for them uh, and with them on the 30th of this month, July 30th. And I am still in the process here in Sherman Oaks, California, of picketing a, a store called Puppy and Me, who gets all of their puppies from a puppy mail proven tried and true that they do so i'll be picking this weekend so the week was the week was good i got a chance to rest up i got a chance to uh yeah just have a great wonderful warm week it's still we got some june gloom hanging over even though it's july it's warmer obviously in new york than it is here but you know what it's la and you can't beat it june gloom i feel like i'm living in london it's just this is ridiculous i know we forgot to talk to annie greer about that yes so all pause pet, pet talk radio we are here our phone numbers, we're going to give them out, 1-866-826-1340. We're going to have a giveaway today. If you want to text us your answer, you want to text us some questions, we have some guests on today. That text number is 310-245-2073. All right, I'm going to hit you to those numbers again. That is 866-826-1340. And again, text Chris at area code 310 245 2073. Sitting in the beautiful room today, we have the lovely Daniela. We have Stella Blue. Stella Blue! And all the way from Florida, we have a special guest today sitting. That's my niece Amanda from Florida. Amanda! Yes, yes, yes. Wow, Deborah. So, um, you know what we're going to give away today? What are we giving away? We're not today? doing a Pet Flies giveaway today. We are going to do something really special. We're going to give away a photo. A photograph that will be, it won't be framed because we're not that high, uh, we're not high up there yet. Um, <laughs> it's a photograph that I took of you with your snake. With Lizzie. With Lizzie, your snake. And it's a beautiful photograph and will be signed from you and it will be signed from me. Absolutely. Oh, yes. Yeah. And there are a couple of them. So, and they're both fabulous. Both fabulous. Question. Will people get a chance or an opportunity to get a chance to see it before? I keep saying, how many times can I say chance and opportunity at one time? Will people get the opportunity to see a chance, have a chance to see the opportunity of the, seeing the potential opportunity of the photo yeah, on your will. website? They will. They will. <laughs> I'll put it up on the website and, um, you know, everybody can check it out before then. But it's a great photo. And we're going to do that with the, you're going to do the animal anagrams Yes. Today. Yes. We're going to have so much fun every week. We're going to have something fun. We're going to have animal anagrams or we're going to have uh, definitely animal ditties and animal flicks, which we haven't started yet, but we will. And we've got great guests today. Let's talk about what's going on today. So today we have uh, two guests on. All right. Well, actually, you know what? We need to back this up because last week we promoted Steve Valentine on today's show. Mm-hmm. Steve actually was going to be our guest on today, but he is taping his new show, I'm in the Band. And basically what happens with a show like that is today was a rehearsal day, but because there's scenes that they need to do in the show that they can't tape in front of a live audience, they'll do an actual taping of the show today. So he's taping and he can't get with us and we can't play it by whether he gets a break and he's able to do it. So we, we are holding off on Steve for next week. So this week what we're going to do is, I'm excited about this one, my idol, Chris DeRose from Last Chance for Animals. Yes. Now, Chris, Chris DeRose has been one of the most amazing animal rights advocates um, to date. And this man has done everything and has devoted his life. Not only just his life, but his body. He has physically been in harm's way a number of times in his career as an animal rescuer. Well, not only that, do you know Chris has been shot in the back twice? That's putting yourself in harm's way. And has been hit by cars and has been put in jail. But we'll talk about this with Chris because he's just the most amazing guy in there. And then also on the later half of the show, we have 
my vet, Dr. Rick Garcia. Yes, celebrity vet. And Dr. Rick, which is really cool about Dr. Rick, he's a mobile vet. So it's like it's like old school. Remember, Deborah, how the doctor used to come to the house and he used to come in with his little doctor's kit and mm-hmm. check you when you had chicken pox and the measles and stuff? No, that never happened with me. Um, anyway, <laughs> well, he will be on the show and we're going to talk to him about the advantages of having a mobile vet come to your house. Ooh, will he talk about some of the celebrities that he's actually... Uh... You know, he does. And that's actually how I met Dr. Rick is because some of the celebrity clients that I have uh, worked with, he works with all the time, so... And not only that, he's one of the few vets in Los Angeles that works with exotic animals. Ooh. Yes. I can't wait to use my paws so I can dish some dirt. Yes. Yes. But right now, what we are going to do, our little weekly segment Mm -hmm. of Stupid Human Tricks. That's right. Yeah. So let's hear for Stupid Human Tricks. Okay, Deborah, I'm going to go first with my Stupid Human Trick because... Actually, you know what? Explain to our audience, if we have a new audience, because we are now in Boston and Rhode Island. So let's say hello to Boston and Rhode Island, the new listeners. Welcome aboard, Boston and Rhode Island. Thanks very much. Hope you enjoy the trip. Have a tea party on us. Okay. <laughs> so, okay, what's your exp- stupid human trick? Explain, explain to them what stupid human tricks are. Okay. Unlike David Letterman, uh, who has stupid pet tricks, and all these uh, people, you know, parade their your, their companions out and do these silly and fun and wonderful and amazing and awe-inspiring tricks at times, we like to uh, flip the coin on this one and thumb our nose at people who do things that are cruel, unusual, stupid, uncaring, thoughtless to animals. So humans really become the real pets in this segment, and they're the ones who are really stupid. So here it is, stupid human tricks. Okay, my stupid human trick for this week, on week number five for us, decline cats. Okay, decline cats is a very emotional and controversial topic in the cat world. There's an estimate of over one million cats are declawed every year in the U.S. alone, Deborah. Did you know that? No, I did not. There's several different techniques of doing this, but they all involve one thing. You need to remove the claw, and you have to remove a little piece of bone that, that the claw actually grows from. And if you don't get that, the claw will actually grow back. So, it's a very painful process. It's basically like cutting off our fingertip. Yeah. Down to the bone. Okay? Now, the interesting thing about this, it's, it, you know, a lot of people are opposed to it, A, because it's, first of all, it's unnatural to be done, and it's only done for mostly human reasons. But then I did a little bit more research on it, and there's a couple of good reasons why they have to be done. Medically, sometimes if you remove a claw from a cat, it's damaged beyond repair. It has a tumor or there's something that's wrong with it and it needs to be taken off. But um, there's also people who have immune systems that are suppressed or on like elderly who are on like blood, uh, blood thinners. They can't be exposed to any type of bacteria that is collected on a cat's claw. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't know how many people are exposed to that much bacteria on a cat. But, um, you know, this will always be a controversial topic. And until the law is passed, like the one that was passed in the community of California in West Hollywood, where it's against the law to declaw cats, this will go on. Yeah. I, uh, but I, I do believe that veterinarians will not declaw the back, even though if it's a house cat, if it's, if it's a companion that stays in the house all the time, they will not declaw the back in case it gets out or he or she gets out um, uh, of, of the house and needs to defend themselves even with their back claws. But the one thing I also heard about declawing a cat is that even when they're put under, because all cats have to be put under, right. they're completely sedated um, under general anesthesia, that they still wince under general anesthesia, that the pain can still be felt to a certain extent, that their body still responds to it. Don't know if the mind responds to it, but the body still responds to uh, the trauma placed on a body, even under sedation. Well, I mean, come on. It's like, just think about it. Imagine cutting off all 10 of our fingertips. It's horrifying. Yeah. It's I mean, horrifying. But more than, not only that, but you know, there are little plastic tips that go on. You can have your veterinarian put them on with a little bit of glue, and they last for a good couple of weeks, and they just look like rubber nails yeah. that can go on your cat's tip. And like I said, if you can't put them on yourself, some people have tried, and they're like, you know what, I just can't do it. Don't give up. Go to your vet and have them glued on. Hey, I bet Chris DeRose has a lot of people he like to do a little declawing to. 
and trust me, there are a lot of people in Hollywood that need to clawing. And you're a cat owner, so what, what do you feel about that? Um, here I'll tell you, and I'm going to be honestly, because you know what? I wear my heart on my sleeve, and there's no BS that ever comes from my mouth. Before I became an animal advocate, before I really got into it, before I was informed, I actually declawed both of my cats what? when they were six months really? of age. Yes, absolutely. Notice my prerequisite. I said before I knew better. Right, right. Okay? So um, before I knew better, and before I became a true animal advocate, I actually had both of my cats declawed. Um, and the reason I did it, again, selfish reasons, which was, uh, I will give you the best of care. Don't scratch my, my furniture up. I will give you everything you want. I will spoil you to death. I just don't want scratched fingers, scratched arms, scratched body, scratched clothing, scratched furniture, scratched leather. And that's why I did it. So I will be very honest. But I know better now. And I think it's really important that once you are aware of something to continue the process uh, and, and, and inform people. And I think it's also important to inform people who say, no, no, it's okay to do it. Because if we all just did it without ever falling into that category like I did, then people won't know. So it's okay that I did it. It's not okay that I will ever do it again. Great. We'll go on a break. We'll be back with Krista Rose. Hey, boy. How you doing? What am I doing? I'm creating your own life book. It's a website that's just for you. Remember that picture I took of you pulling off Lisa's bathing suit? <laughs> yeah, I know. Me too. I'm putting that awesome picture on your life book page. We'll see what comments we get. And that great video we took of you standing on the table with your head inside the turkey? That's definitely going on there. No, it's easy. It only took me two minutes to set up your page. I chose a great theme, and I can connect with millions of other pet parents. I can also create a memorial life book. No, not for Grandma. But we can make one for Fluffy, remember her? And we can even put links to our favorite pet charity. And friends can make donations. People can create their own life book for their pets by going to PetLifeRadio.LivingYearsPets.com Or they can sign up on the Pet Life Radio homepage. Where's Lisa? She's outside by the pool. Hey, come back here! Create your own life book for your pet. PetLifeRadio.LivingYearsPets.com Welcome to Sassy Seniors, a show about our fabulous older dogs and cats. I'm your host, Kelly Jackson. You know, I wanted to create a show to really showcase our senior pets. And you know, as the human population ages and lives longer, of course, so are our wonderful pets. But many of us with aging pets, it's so interesting. We have a tough time realizing or really admitting that they are seniors. So in a way, I kind of like to think of our senior pets as, as wise puppies. What do you think about that? Be sure to join us for another dish of Sassy Seniors. And remember, celebrate your senior pets. Every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. We are back. Christopher Amoruso. And Deborah Wilson. All pause. Pet Talk Radio. Hey, Deborah, how cool was Joe Montana last week? You know what? Ultimately, one of the coolest guests we've had so far, and we've only had five weeks, and still, Hello. this show keeps getting better and better. Yeah, that's awesome. Hey, wait, we hear our, our guest online, Chris DeRose online. Hey, how you Chris, doing, Chris? Chris, Chris, you're not allowed to say anything, yet you deserve a proper introduction. Go for it, Manaruso. Okay. My idol. The most, the toughest, bad, can we, I don't even know if we can say ass, but I just, Bad ass. Yeah. In the animal world, animal rights activist, superhero to the animals, Chris DeRose. Hey, how you guys doing? How's it going, Chris? You just came back from a long trip, Chris, right? You were, uh, you were traveling around the East Coast. Yeah, traveling and- around trying to raise some money. Uh, we were raising some money, and, um, you know, for future investigations that we have going on, we want to expand the investigation team. And, uh, yeah, so things uh, things are moving along. As a matter of fact, we just had a meeting with some people in here uh, regarding raising some more funds. Uh, so uh, things are looking, uh, looking up really well. Well, Chris, for our listeners, let's explain to them first. Last Chance for Animals is an organization that you founded. Um, and, and give us and tell our listeners what Last Chance for Animals is all about. 
All right. Pretty much, uh, we've been around for almost 27 years now. I've been doing it for 32 years. And we have set the pace for the whole animal rights movement. And I don't say that just to tout anything, but we've been around a long time. We've done the first civil disobedience uh, for animal rights to the point where the anti-abortion people started modeling it after us. But then they took it a couple steps too far. And uh, uh, But we, we, we've done, and then we've done investigations. We put the first people in state prison, federal prison. Prison. We uh, have busted people that were selling animals to research facilities, and if you add them all up, what it comes to a year is about 21,000 dogs, not even counting how many thousands of cats it was, that are that are being saved every year just by the mere fact that we put these class USDA class B dealers out of business instead of stealing people's pets and selling. That deserves a round. Hold on, we're giving a standing ovation for that, Chris, right now. Hold on. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you're, you're something else. <laughs> anyway, uh, that's what we, you know, and, and basically we've set precedence on, and now even with the uh, just some basic animal cruelty issues going after people and finding them and, and, and uh, making sure that they get prosecuted, like this guy, Lynn, Glenn Johnson, out here in Riverside, he's a former assistant uh, L.A. fire chief, Uh uh, Riverside pretty much was going to sweep this thing under the carpet. They've never prosecuted an animal cruelty case, and this was a pretty horrendous case. Uh, well, we put we put the pressure by doing demonstrations, by doing call-ins and letters and writings and going back to the old way of doing things and putting pressure on them so that they actually did go ahead and uh, uh, prosecute the guy, and we got two felony convictions against them. So, yes. uh, and that's that, that was a first. And now they actually have another case that's a huge, a horrible animal cruelty case right in Riverside again. So they're uh, uh, they're going to go ahead and they're going to prosecute that one. So now that for the first time that they this county and that town is actually prosecuting animal cruelty cases. And we're trying to make make it clear all across the country that this is not tolerated because for one, if you don't care about animals, you'll know that animal cruelty extrapolates over to child cruelty, uh, spousal abuse, uh, and it goes on and on, serial killers. I mean, this is something now has to be looked at. It's not the old thing anymore. A dog is a dog. It's just a dog. Or boys will be boys. It's not that old concept anymore. We know, we're too educated to know what actually goes on with uh, where animal cruelty can lead to. Yeah, and you know what, Chris, and, and we, I, I don't know if you were listening, but we were just talking about, you know, the, the sensitive the subject about declawing cats. Yeah, I call and, it denuckling. It's like taking your whole first digit of your finger off when you do that. You 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 explained it pretty well. You're taking off a piece of the bone and everything. It's it's uh you're denuckling the cat. I mean it's a horrible, painful, not only physically, but psychologically, because a cat can't claw, can't stretch, it can't right. do what it would normally do. Um, uh, that's that's the first thing, and I, and I commend Deborah for admitting that, and she's the best advocate there is, more than myself, to say how bad it is because she's done it. She's been there. So I uh, I thank you, Deborah, for actually bringing that out, that you've done it, and you realize uh, how bad it is, or, you know, what the repercussions of it are. Yes, and I have to live with that every day, and so do my cats. And thank you very much. Thank you very, but very you much. You know, here's the thing that I like about Chris, and, and when I, I know Chris for probably as long as I've been in Los Angeles, and I have Stella Blue now for almost 13 years, and when I got Stella Blue, this is before I was very well educated on animal rights issues and puppy mills. Um, I was working at a, at a business, and I and Chris walked in, and I had Stella Blue, a little puppy, sitting there. And, you know, Chris is one of these guys, like I say, he can sit down at a table, and, and a fly will land on him, and, and the fly will let him pet it, the fly. Um, and he explained to me what goes on at puppy mills, and he didn't say... I don't like that dog. You shouldn't treat that dog. I mean, because the dog didn't deserve to be where it was. So the dog gets the love that it gets. But he explained to me, and I'm so aware of what goes on in the puppy mills and how it trickles down to people think, well, I see a dog in, a, in the pet store and I know it comes from a puppy mill, but I'll buy it anyway. Um, it's just supporting the whole process and it just repeats itself. And that's one of the biggest things that Last Chance for Animals does is they work on the puppy mill situation. And thanks to people like you, Deborah, who are out there every week protesting in front of these pet stores you guys are closing them down one at a time 
and it's it's really it's really making a, a good uh, response. We did that in West Hollywood. The legislation in West Hollywood has changed because of it, and we're hoping to uh, spread it around. Of course, we're not dealing doing nearly as much as what Chris does, but we're behind you, Chris. All uh, thank you. Hey, you guys are great. I mean, uh, uh, you, Deborah, and you and I have hosted a, a show, an international show, and and then uh, Chris. I mean, you're constantly out there, and you've always uh, helped LCA, and you've always been there. I mean, you're amazing, and, and your photography is next to none. Uh, so, I, and my, I have a lot of respect for uh, for you guys. How about an applaud for me again? <laughs> thank you. Oh, uh, thank you. Now, Chris, um, I, I just want to, with a little bit of time we have left here, I just want to run down a couple of things that you have been through, if, that you've put your life on the line for saving animals. And like I said at the top of the show, one of the things is that you were shot in the back twice. Uh, I shot um, in the back twice in the stomach once. In the stomach once. Okay, so we shot three times. Don't ask us what that means, but we're giving you a hand twice. for being shot. That makes you a real man. So... <laughs> You and that was that was due to the fact of someone that was supposedly working with you. And by the way, Chris DeRose has a book out, and if you you need to pick up this book, it's called In Your Face, and it's Chris's life story, which will be made into a movie one day. And it's just one of those things that's going to happen. And it really runs down how you came out from being a New Jersey cop to an actor in Hollywood to all of a sudden just devoting your life to rescuing animals because of a mangy dog that followed him into acting class one day. You know what? There's no such thing as all of a sudden. You know, when you're a human being with the heart of a Chris Rose, nothing is ever by accident. And Chris, am I, am I right? You were also put in jail and you were put in a cell next to Richard Ramirez? Richard Ramirez, yeah, the Night Stalker, the serial killer, uh, whom I've learned a lot from. I talk to him every day, even though we were in the hole, and even though uh, we had to talk through my food slot, because it's a solid steel door, but I, since I was on a hunger strike, the food slot was open all the time, and he had what they call freeway time, where he could walk up and down the length of those six cells of the hole and talk. So we would talk every day, and I write about that in my book. I made notes of it uh, verbatim of what he said, and then also I was there with... Uh, 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 Eric Menendez, the Menendez brothers, uh, uh, the guys who uh, kill their parents. So wait, I wait, hold on, hold on. Day. I'm sorry to interrupt you, Chris, but isn't this amazing, Dipper? He's in jail in cells in the hole next to major serial killers and major murderers, and Chris is there because he was trying to protect and save animals. It says a lot uh, about for, our society. For trespassing, misdemeanor, and they put us up there in K10, and what they call high power. And they put us up there with uh, in the worst of the worst of the worst. And uh, but they were trying to break us. It was me and Doctor Stewart, who's just recently passed away, unfortunately. And he uh, and they put both of us in there. So to let them know that they can't break us, we even went on a hunger strike. And I did uh, 32 days on the hunger strike, and Doctor Stewart did uh, I think 31 days. So, um, uh, but they just—they couldn't break us. It just made us stronger. And even though it was very difficult, and I myself being very claustrophobic, it was a difficult thing. But I just kept thinking of what animals go through in laboratories. You know, rats or mice or rabbits stuck in tubes and being experimented on, and they can't move. So all I had to do is keep thinking: What are they going through? What do they go through? And 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 their only saving grace is that their last breath, when they don't have to suffer anymore. Me, I know. I'm going to get out of here in a certain period of time. Uh, and so it was easier uh, in that sense. These animals don't ever know that. Did it strengthen you? Did it actually make your fight even stronger within your heart? Did it burn in your belly more? Oh, absolutely. Uh, uh, you know, uh, you know, and you go to another whole level of doing the thinking, too, and, and understanding stuff. Because when you go on a hunger strike, you know, it's, and I'm a, I don't consider myself religious or anything like that. But uh, it's kind of like your mind gets in a very spiritual way. You, you start thinking uh, uh, in a whole different, uh, a whole different level. And uh, yeah, it made me my my uh, my my commitment and my fight much stronger. Absolutely, Chris. We gotta we gotta go. But I want to thank you. And, and for anyone listening, please support Last Chance for Animals because this is how they work on these investigations. Go to the website. It's www.lcanimal.org, and you can get all the information on the issues that are there, Puppy Mill Awareness Day, which is coming up in September, um, and just you guys have to support this group, and Chris Rose, keep up the great work. And Give the website one more time. It's really important. www.lcanimal.org. 
And you can also see the uh, the PSAs that we're doing now because I'm working together with Last Chance for Animals and, sh- and doing all these photographs of celebrities for um, you know uh, fur campaigns for puppy uh, puppy mill dog, awareness dog, day dog, uh, dog fighting. fighting. So it's, and get the, and the book. Don't forget the book and the as book well. Is in your face, and you can find that anywhere online. And they actually just translated that into Italian. So, uh, Chris, thank you so much. Very good. Thank you, guys. I really appreciate it. Thank you for the work. And, 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 and we we'll really appreciate you. No, we appreciate you, and the animals appreciate you. So, all right, we'll we'll talk again soon. Bye, Chris right. Rose. Wow, wow, phenomenal human being. We're going to break. Where his mouth is. We'll be back. Yes, we will be back. And Deborah Wilson. Peace. Hey, love to read, but just never seem to have enough time to sit in one place long enough? For all of us on-the-go people, Audible has the answer. Best-selling audiobooks for your iPod or MP3 player. For Pet Life Radio listeners, Audible is offering a free audiobook download with a free 14-day trial to give you a chance to check out their service. Choose from hundreds of today's bestsellers, including awesome pet books such as Bad Dogs Have More Fun by Marley and the author John Grogan, Love That Cat by Ingrid Newkirk, It's Okay to Miss the Bed on the First Jump, and Other Life Lessons I Learned from Dogs by Seinfeld's John O'Hurley, and many, many more. To download your free audiobook today, go to audiblepodcast.com forward slash pet talk, P-E-T-T-A-L-K. Again, that's audiblepodcast.com forward slash pet talk for your free audiobook. Greetings, human. What planet am I on? Welcome to Pet Planet. Here's a copy of Pet Planet Magazine, Florida's most informative and fun pet resource magazine. It features heartwarming stories and informative articles from local and national pet experts. Excellent. Pet Planet Magazine offers Operation Planet Rescue, helping rescued pets find new homes. And it's available at 500 locations in South and Central Florida and 24-7 on the Internet at PetPlanetMagazine.com. If you're out and about with your pet, you may be featured in paparazzi, candid pictures of you and your pet. For up-to-date pet-friendly events, activities, and pet-related services and products, Pet Planet Magazine is your final destination. I shall take this magazine home with me. Back to your home planet? No, to my condo in Boca. Pet Planet Magazine. Check them out at www.petplanetmagazine.com or 352-394-8578. It's out of this world. Pets can be a wonderful addition to your life because they're a member of the family. Keeping them healthy and happy is important. Pet Life Radio presents The Pet Doctor with veterinary media consultant and veterinarian Dr. Bernadine Cruz. Whether you have a dog, cat, reptile, or rabbit, you'll find answers for your pets straight from the vets. The Pet Doctor, on demand every week, only on PetLifeRadio.com. Life Radio. Dot com. Yo. And Deborah Wilson. All pause pet talk radio. Wow, that was a little little down. And Deborah yeah. Wilson. Nice. No, and I'm making it sexy. Krista Rose. Let's hear one more time for the Rose, man. Ooh. That's what an amazing man. human being. And if you want to know more, if you really need to know more, you got to go to www.lcanimals.org and buy that book in your face. Get serious about it. No one's asking you to get shot. No one's asking you to get hurt. But we're just asking you to raise your own personal conscious vibration um, with all sentient beings on this planet just a little bit more. Nice. You'll be a better human being before nice. you leave it. Okay, Deborah, I want to hear your stupid, your stupid human trick. This okay, I'm going to keep this real. I'm going to keep this really, really short. It, it just so happens that when the more animated films come out, the more cutesy dog cat movies come out, the more things that are animal oriented movies come out. People, parents go and buy those animals for their kids without really doing the research and what it takes to really maintain uh, the lifestyle and the quality for that animal. When 101 Dalmatians came out and the animated one came out, and even the one, the live action one came out with Glenn Close. 
close, people went out and bought Dalmatians, and they didn't realize that Dalmatians aren't necessarily the best breed of dog with children. And so they were either giving them away or trying to get back or putting them in shelters. So I tell parents, just because a movie comes out with a snake, don't buy a snake. Just because a movie comes out with a talking hamster, don't buy a hamster or a gerbil. So we've got so many movies coming out. And now that dogs and cats are going to be hitting theaters soon, if you want a dog or if you want a cat, go to a shelter. Adopt, don't buy. Adopt, don't shop. Last chance for animals slogan. Beautiful. Nicely done. Yes. So don't go out and be stupid enough to buy an animal because you've seen it on television. It's not the same as seeing a pair of jeans on a hot chick. Okay. We have a guest coming up, but let's now... We have a giveaway today. I'm going to tell you what the gift is again. Our prize today is a signed photograph that I did of you, Deborah, with your snake, Lizzie. And it will be personally signed from you. It will be signed from me. And you are going to do an animal anagram. So yes. let's, you take it away, do the animal anagram, and let's give out the number again to call in. 1-866-826-1340. That's area code 866-826-1340. Or you can text your answer to 310-245-2073. That's area code 310-245-2073. And here we go. Explain to them how the animal anagram works. Absolutely. And here's how the animal anagram is going to work. Now, I am going to take uh, an animal, a particular name of an animal, all the letters of the animal, and I'm going to mix those letters up, and it can either be another word or it can be a phrase, a sentence. Now, it doesn't have to make sense. It just has to be a phrase or a sentence or a word. But I am going to make sure that I give you enough of a clue so I'm not going to throw you off. We're not here to trick you. We're here to make sure that you get it right so that you can walk away. And if you get the opportunity to go to Chris's website and see the picture yourself. And again, every celebrity that's come on has said, look, Christopher Amoruso's photography is bar none. And we mean it. So hopefully you will really, really enjoy this gift. Wait, hold on a second, Deborah. I just got a text. Someone said the answer is a lion. No, they didn't know yet because I didn't give the clue. Wait for the clue. Hey, Simon, how do you have the answer if you didn't even hear the question? All right, Simon. At least, you know what? Simon's on his toes, which is great. So if you can call in again or text in again, Simon, pay attention. Here it is. Now, here's the clue. This African mammal loves the water and poops quite a bit. So here is the sentence that I've created. And all you have to do is take all those letters from this sentence and give me the animal. So that's your first clue. This African mammal, so you know it's an African mammal, loves the water. So it's an African mammal that loves the water, spends a lot of time in the water, and poops quite a bit. So the sentence that I came up with is, if this, Afri- this African mammal was a male, it would be a him put poops. And again, a him put poops. That's a him, H-I-M, put, P-U-T, poops. P-O-O-P-S. So maybe it means a ham put poops in the water. I don't know. I just, that's what goes on in my head. That just goes on in my head. I have no clue. But the bottom line is a ham put poops. Great. A-H-I-M put P-U-T poops. P-O-O-P-S. So this African mammal loves the water and poops quite a bit. So a ham put poops. Take that sentence. Put those letters in the right order, and you will get that African mammal. Good luck. And you'll get that prize. Okay. No, what we have right now is Dr. Rick Garcia on line one. Dr. Rick, are you there? Yes. How are you? Now, Deborah. Hello. Doctor- can, can you hear yeah, me? Yeah, we can, we can hear you. Can you hear us? Yes. Perfect. Okay. Now, Dr. Rick has a mobile vet, and um, I have, uh, I've, I, I just, I got to tell you, Dr. Rick is responsible for the health that Stella is in right now. And one of the main things that I love about Dr. Rick and having this mobile vet is that the dog is not stressed out going to a vet clinic and sitting in a veterinarian's office and getting all, you know, stressed out, going into a kennel, sitting there and waiting for someone to pull them out. While other animals around are barking and crying and, and howling. Now, Dr. Rick, will you explain to how you got involved with this and how you came up with this mobile vet and the the uh, the advantages of having a, a vet that is able to come to you. Uh, absolutely, I started uh, 
probably with the concept about five, six years ago, and uh, being a regular vet, doing emergency medicine, and you know, in regular day practice, I uh, I used to occasionally have to go out to people's homes to treat their pets because either they were unable to move their pet or their pet was unable to get up. And after doing house calls, and and uh, and it was quite enjoyable being able to treat their pet in the home environment, which was less stressful for the family and for for the animal and and you know and just even taking blood from from their you know sitting in their living room or their bed or wherever the dog may be it was a lot less stressful for uh, for both parties and uh you know the family and their and their pets and you know I saw the concept at a vet conference about getting a mobile vehicle and uh, getting it custom made to be able to provide full you know veterinary services from point of surgery lab work and and vaccines and anything that the pet may need right at people's homes with, uh, you know, with the least amount of stress. And, and they also recover quicker from the stressful environment of having to go in a car and a waiting room where, you know, you got dogs barking and then they're, in, you know, from the lobby, waiting room in the lobby in the vet hospital, they have to be put in a, an exam room and that heightens the stress. And sometimes you don't, you don't get an accurate temperature when you take the temperature of the dog after all that stress. And so definitely it eases the... Uh, you know, definitely eases all that anxiety and all that pre-stress prior to a veterinary exam and visit to the vet hospital. I have to admit, I have two cats, and every time I've gone to my vet, um, they can feel when I, I I have to go take them in. They know it, they can sense it, and the stress level starts to even skyrocket even before I even get them into the car, even before I get them into their carriers. So I, I really agree. don't understand oh, how I, you know, and they and they seem to know it. They seem to sense it right away. Well, and you know, the cool thing about this too is also. Uh, Dr. Rick has done major surgeries on Stella in the parking lot of where I live. And yeah. just like, it, it was incredible. I mean, you know, we ha- she had a big tumor on her at one time and he came here and, you know, and, and this, was the, this is the great part about what you do. I love it. He said, just stay inside. I'll call you when I'm ready. And you just walk out. So he makes a phone call. He says, we're down here. We're ready. I walk down there, walk into the to the, the mobile uh, RV with him. He, you know, he, he comforts Stella and then, you know, 45 minutes later, Stella's up and walking around like nothing happened. And I'm like, this is incredible. And I was sitting outside the RV like in tears and, you know, because was, that was a big thing because my dog has a weak heart and he knows that and he just guaranteed me everything was going to be safe. And, you know, here she is. She's, she's incredible. I, I just love it. I, ca- I can't speak enough about this mobile vet and how it works. And not only that, Dr. Rick, although you and I have never had the, uh, the wonderful opportunity to meet, and I hope that happens soon, uh, Chris has gone through a lot of stress recently with, with Stella's health outside of that. And, and I could see the stress on his face. I could see the worry on his face. And I felt helpless because he felt helpless. And he had gone to, to get medications. He had gone to people who were making these suggestions on medications and the expense that went into it. And you came back into his existence. You came back into his life and said, here's an alternative. Here's what you consider. Here's what you need to do. And and you just created that offering. And it was a thousand percent uh, right on the money when it came to what Stella needed and her behavior changed. She, it's almost like Stella went from a 13-year-old to a 3-year-old. Her energy and everything. So it was really great to know that not only are you there to relieve the stress of all of these amazing companion animals that you treat, but you're there to relieve the stress of the clients themselves who now feel comforted by exactly who you are, what you have to say, and giving them the lowdown on what can be done to take away their stress. Absolutely, I think that's what you know. That's what a you know a good doctor in any field is there for is to provide you know the best services and the network of services and and, and avenues that can help their pet and what, whichever way that that may be possible, whether it's you know with conventional medicine or you know or you know Western or Eastern and and basically we're you know that's what I try to provide to all of my uh, you know all my little patients and that need help and. I think that, uh, you know, I'm glad that it's appreciated and and providing great service for the animals and, you know, especially here in the Los Angeles area and, uh, you know, built a good, uh, you know, a good reputation just by providing a great service and and people enjoy that and appreciate it. But, uh, you know, ultimately I think it's great. It's great that I'm seeing the results in Stella and that Stella's made an amazing recovery and, you know, I haven't seen her, you know, probably in a week or two, but I heard uh, from from Chris that she made such an amazing uh, recovery that you know he's really happy. He's able to get the medication into her, and she's a happy uh, he's a happy little dog. So it's good to hear. Yeah, and you know, and and the other thing too is, Ricky, you're you're one of the few vets that uh, takes care of also exotic pets. 
Absolutely, right. yeah. We do uh, treat quite a number of potbelly pig pets, that, um, and usually they're companion animals, obviously not the farm animal industry, but yeah, we do do uh, also reptiles and birds, and, and sometimes occasionally we'll do goats, and we'll do uh, an awfully potbelly pig. So, and you're absolutely right, a lot of veterinarians just stick to your dog and cat medicine with you. And maybe the occasional rodent or bunny or stuff like that, but we also see quite a lot of rabbits and you know do dental work and treat them as well. So it's kind of a those pets are sometimes you know some of those as you know are difficult to transport a 200 pound pot belly pig to the vet. So they're, they're definitely a, a <laughs> very very uh, big service to be able to go to their home and and treat those uh, animals in their home. And I have to admit, for the first time, um, after, after unfortunately losing both of my snakes, they were both um, Colombian red tail. One was a Colombian red tail boa and was a common South American boa. I was so um, traumatized after losing them, and it was such a painful thing for me that I said, I, can, I don't think I can deal with, with, with losing a reptile again. And both of them died of, uh, one died of a virus, and the other one died of inclusive body disease. And it was right. so stressful. After them doing the necropsy and, and discovering that, that I went, I, I don't think I can go through that type of trauma again. But hearing what you have to say and hearing who you are, it gives me hope that, that I know that if I decide to have reptiles again as companion animals along with my cats, that I will definitely be using you, talking to you, and using you as a resource for my comfort and my education at the same time, as well as my, uh, my pet's needs. And you know what's awesome, too, awesome about uh, Dr. Rick? He does a lot of the celebrities, too. He goes to the celebrities' homes and takes care of a lot of the... And it's interesting because we work with a lot of same of the people. You know, I photograph them. He fixes their animals. <laughs> now, Dr. Yeah. Rick, without having to give away any secrets, we're not going to ask you any particular anecdotes if you don't want to. But I would love to know some of the celebrities that you have uh, worked with. Um, well, we've worked with a, uh, a number of... Uh you know, we work with Denise Richards. I'm actually at her house on her phone right now, actually talking about her because we're just doing. We finished a dental on her little dog, and you know, we work with Will Smith and uh, Joe Mantegna, and uh, you know, quite a bit of. Uh, I'm trying to think of some of the names. There's uh, Steve Martin's cat we've treated in the past. There's just a, quite a number of uh, quite a number of celebrities that you know, obviously they're animal lovers and have multiple pets and. You know, one of the biggest things I try to do with them and all of our clients and patients is to educate them. And you're talking about learning and, and wanting to learn more about your pet and, and the husband's needs of whatever pet you may have, whether it's an exotic or a companion animal, and training. And uh, if I need to, I can refer a trainer. And we work with a dog whisperer with Caesar Milan. He's been his veterinarian for five years on the show and on his own pet. So we try to educate, just like he tries to educate people on, on how to train, I try to educate them from a medical background on preventative medicine, on you know the health of their pet, and any recommendations or supplements that could uh, you know help their pet's immune system or, or live you know, so their pets can live longer and healthier and healthier happy longer lives so it's something that we um something that we strive for and we try to do with all of our patients well what's not, with your expertise is there can you give out some simple basic tips for people to keep their pets healthy and safe especially now in the summer with the heat yeah i mean there's a there's a number of things that happen in the summer from one of the most important things if you're out hiking you got to Make sure that you treat your uh, your pets with preventative tick, flea, and and you know mosquito medicine. There's a few products out there that you can use topically on your pet that'll protect them from getting any of those bugs, which can transmit infectious and uh, and deadly diseases. Another thing they got to be careful with is rattlesnake bites. is a lot more prevalent, also black widow bites. So, and if they do get bitten, to seek immediate attention and stay calm. And obviously, you always carry water bottle or carry some kind of. Uh, either a little cup or a little bowl of water that if you're going to go and spend a few hours out in the heat, that you can provide water for your pet on a regular basis if you're going to be out for a few hours. And and um, the other thing is obviously don't leave your pet ever locked in the car, which some people still do nowadays, and they overheat in the vehicle. Even a cracked window is not going to keep the heat levels in that uh, car low enough to uh, keep your pet. So whatever it takes, either take your pet in if you can and or take your pet home because otherwise you're going to, you know, you're going to suffer the consequences. And yeah. especially the brachycephalic breeds, the breeds with the smush face like your bulldogs and your pugs and your shih tzus and Pekingese and, you know, those breeds uh, have a hard time just, uh, you know, with their airways being so narrow and they can overheat a lot quicker. And obviously dogs and don't sweat and they add to release heat from panting. So 
Uh, those are really important keys during the spring and summer. And you know, the other thing is foxtails, which is a grass seed that's very prevalent in, in the spring and summer. And those can impinge in your dog's coat and bury under the skin and cause abscesses and irritations. And, and that's something that, you know, if you have a long-haired breed, you know, either have it shaved in this hot climate and, you know, or you're going to have to do some serious grooming if you're going to take it out into the high grass or anywhere where foxtails seeds may, uh, you know, little grass seeds may be prevalent. So you just got to be careful with those as well. This time yeah, I get year. those stuck in my socks all the time when I go walk through my hills over here. Those things hurt. Yeah. Yeah, well, imagine what it does to your, to your there, companion. Exactly. Yeah, so I think well, those things from preventions of the ticks and fleas to uh, avoiding foxtails and rattlesnakes and uh, avoiding, you know, the heat stroke, which uh, affects a lot of animals in the summer, those are probably the most important summer tips for your uh, you know, for most dog owners, and uh, I think if you if you can control those, I think you can stay away stay away from trouble. Great. Well, Doctor Rick, thank you so much for being on the show, and okay. I will be seeing you soon with little Stella Blue. Now, before you go, Doctor yeah. Rick, before you go, Chris, is there a website that people can go get information, find out about you? Those in Southern California, Do they want to find out about us and our services. Absolutely. If you have yeah, a website, we'd love to, to promote you. Yeah, you know, the website is pawsandclawsmobilevet.com. And that's okay, that's pawsandclawsmobilevet.com. Yeah, paws with an S, mobile, paws and claws, all spelled out, mobilevet.com. And they can find out about what we, the mobile services we provide here. And we service, uh, you know, basically L.A. and the surrounding areas. And, uh, and you guys are very welcome. And anytime you guys need any tips or assistance, you guys let me know. Great. Thank you. Dr. Rick. Beautiful. Beautiful. All right, guys. Awesome. Okay, have a great day. You guys so, take care. Have a good evening. Thank, thank you. you. Wow. That's great. And here's why it's also great. Um, because if people are really, if they go to the website and they're not living in the Southern California area and they decide that they want to have a, a mobile vet in their area and find out about it, it's a great way to start. Cool. All right. So let's go. We have a couple of uh, people on the line. Let's go to line two. We have Beatrice on line two. Um, hello, Beatrice. Do you, are you there? Hello. Hello. Oh, obviously, this is uh, Liz on line three then. Oh, is this Liz? Liz? Yes, it is. Hello. Hi. So do you have the answer for the animal anagrams? Wait, say the word again, Deborah. What was the word? Okay, here's your clue. And it is, mm-hmm. this African mammal loves the water and poops quite a bit. So a him put poops. What is and it? you take all those letters from a him, put poops, and you get the hippopotamus. You are correct. Thank you, Liz. Um, stay online. Yeah. Well, you'll get an autographed picture of of Deborah with her snake Lizzie, signed by Deborah Wilson and myself, and we will mail that out to you. So stay in the line. Give our our engineer your information and. Uh, Congratulations once yeah, again. Thanks for calling Thank in. Thank you so much. Hey, wait, isn't this so awesome? Welcome. Her name was Liz and your snake's name was yes, Lizzie. Yes, my snake's name was Liz. <laughs> awesome. Okay, well, we have another guest on line. Is there someone on line two? Is there a Beatrice on line two? Hmm. I, uh, Hello? Hello? Uh, it's not Beatrice, it's Beavis. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What's me, butthead? <laughs> yeah. Are you? Different. Are, we, are, are we actually talking to Beavis <laughs> and Butthead? Uh, Mr. Head to you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wow, this is, this is pretty awesome. We have Beavis and Butthead on the show. Were you guys calling in with the answer to the animal anagrams? Or do you have a question uh, no. for us? Uh, <laughs> I have an issue over here. It's like really puzzling and stuff. <laughs> My well, dog does your, poop what is on your the rug all the time. And like, what do I do? How do I get him to stop? Stop humping my leg, damn it. <laughs> How do I make them stop? There's like poop and corn all over the rug. <laughs> I, 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 you know, I'm not a carpet cleaner, so I really couldn't help you out with that, but what do you do with the poop when the dog poops on the rug? Uh, I don't know. It's, he eats like dead birds and stuff, and like, I don't know, it makes his stomach gurgle and stuff, and like, the, can we like, can we eat the, can we like re-eat the corn and stuff? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You guys are too much. Don't, don't talk about cornholio, please. Yeah. Are you threatening me? I am the great cornholio. Beavis, sniff the dog's bunghole. Sniff his bunghole. 
something my leg, damn it. How about you guys, I mean, it's nice that you guys called him, but how about you call him when you have a more serious question for us on the All Pause Pet Talk Radio? I think we lost them. Good. Can you believe that? Wow, that was that was interesting. Yeah, this show gets more interesting day by day, I have to admit, week by week. So, we had Beavis and Butthead. I have to admit, though, though, come on, that was kind of cool. That was cool. That was cool. And you know what? They they just kind of called out of the blue. That was cool. I guess we have all kinds of friends there, you know? That was really, really cool. And and having Krista Rose on was really, really cool. And having Dr. Rick on was really, really cool. I this is You know what? This is our fifth show, and I really think that this show is really, really cool. Yeah. And, you know, I think they would. I think our engineer cut them off because maybe they were getting a little too vulgar. A little rambunctious, yeah. we'd say. Well, but then again, that's Beavis and Butthead. You know what? Here's what's great about this show. You never know what to expect. You never know what to expect. It just it happens the way it happens. Yeah. And, you know, I got to go back to uh, what, you know, what Dr. Rick was saying. And, and um, you know, it's, there's something to be said about what you were saying, how someone who really takes care of your your companion, uh, companion pet, as you would say, because I, I am a pet guardian. Mm hmm. And I just, you know, I'll always owe him because here I have my little baby here and uh, she's doing well. And Deborah came clean today on her, her decline of cats. I have nothing to hide and everything to share and everything to grow from and learn from. So, yes, I will, I will always tell the truth. But here's what's great about Dr. Rick. Not just is that he's a vet. What's great about him is he really not only cares about you, but he cares about your companion your stress is equal to your your companion's stress. Your companion's stress is definitely equal to your stress. And it really, really is important to make sure that both of you have a sense of well-being for both of you to have longer lives um, because of that healthy heart, healthy mind, healthy body, healthy spirit. And he's really keyed in to both of you, not, uh, you know, to avo- avoiding stress and being as healthy as you possibly can. So, again, kudos and shout out to Dr. Rick and kudos and shout out to Krista Rose, two amazing heroes on today's show. Yes, and also next week, Steve Valentine will uh, be with us from Crossing Jordan, and now I'm in the band. Yes, on Disney HD with his, or XD with his new group, Iron Weasel. <laughs> Iron Weasel, nice name, nice name. Another animal in the title. Here we go, Deborah. We get to enjoy this beautiful weather that we have out here now. We do, and it's nice and mild. It's really, really hot on the East Coast. A hundred degrees in New York. It's really nice to have mild, beautiful, warm, clear skies right out here in Los Angeles, California. Yes, and then we're going to kick it back to Florida with Annie Greer, and I think it's hot and humid out there right now. I right? bet it is. Yes, it is. So let's end it. Let's end today's show with a little ditty again. Yes, I think we're going to make this our little ditty thing, huh? We are. We are. We're going to have a lot of fun with it. We'll do our little ditty at the end and uh, say goodbye to our guests as well as uh, say goodbye to, uh, or rather, introduce some of the people we're going to have on next week. It's great. Let's do this. Let's do it now. Here we go. We had our show. We had our show. We had our show. But it's time to go now. It's time to go. It's time to go. It is time to go. Thanks to our guest. Thanks to our guest. Thanks to our guest. The fabulous Christy Rose. And Dr. Ray. For sure we'll be back next week. And you know it's gonna be sweet. Take it on home, baby. Until next time. Until next time. Until next time. Another guest, Steve Valentine. Steve Valentine. So for now, we gotta go on All Paws Pet Talk Radio. Let's Talk Pets. Every week, on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com.